Hi. We're back. Look at this. What about that? So big. Hmm. It's like a uh, lifesaver. Is this on? Oh, I'm so hungry. Oh, can, can I take the foil off? Yeah, you can go right now. I'll talk. I'll fill the air with um, what's been going on since last week. We've recorded our podcast, which was our brainstorming session for the experiment documentation project. And so that was like an actual work recording. Um, but I did upload that one and made it private <laughs> just for us to listen to because it was more like a work one. And also okay. because when we talk about work stuff, we're always like arguing. Very You're not going like, to let the robot see that one. Combative. I mean, I guess we can. We can upload it. I haven't uploaded a bunch. I'm behind again. Mm-hmm. But, well, now you're getting paid again. Not for podcast specific, yeah. but I guess you could count it as that. Um, I guess you can mention we've raised a small round of investment. Great. From some people, including myself. <laughs> and then we got another check from this person. I won't name names. But it was a very, like like visceral what does visceral mean like physical reaction. yeah i was like i had a very strong physical reaction to this transaction Why? um because somebody gave us money and they somebody that i know and they didn't want anything in return it was like after speaking with them it was very clear they were genuinely didn't want anything in return and it made me feel really uncomfortable at first, but then it made me feel really, like, alive later. <laughs> it's, like, a very strange feeling. I still I still have that feeling right now. And I, the only thing I can kind of equate it to is when we were watching The Watermen, mm-hmm. they were saying, like, aloha means to, like, breathe into, like, somebody's soul. Mm-hmm. And it feels like that. The breath of life. Yeah. And when I asked them, like, why they wanted to do it this way, because I was like, just put it on the safe. It's, like, totally a normal thing. Everyone understands it. But they are pretty adamant that they didn't want to do that because of how they were raised. What does that mean? Like, the... Their parents taught them that when they give, they should give without expecting anything. But that's not an investment. Yeah, it's not an investment. But they didn't... It's, this is not an investment. This is a gift. <laughs> and I was like, I just don't... I, I think I feel bad. I feel weird because we are intentionally a for-profit entity that's trying to make profit. And so for someone to give a gift to someone that's trying to make profit doesn't... There's something, there's some mismatch there for me. It doesn't fall into your peas don't touch potatoes. Yeah. Gravy doesn't touch macaroni. Whereas I'm the kind of person that loves to stir everything so that everything touches and each bite Mm. you get. I don't like it when relationships are ambiguous. It makes me feel weird. 
But um, I walked away from it like feeling a lot better about Hawaii. I don't know, they made me feel like, they made me feel like, um, like I was part of their family. What? Yeah. Oh, wow. And then, I just felt really like, I don't know, it was like a warm feeling that I never, I've never gotten from doing investment documents with anyone before. But that's because most of the time investment isn't like that. Yeah. It can be like that, I think, for some people it is, especially when it's very relationship-based, but it's almost like setting yourself up for complex situations. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, it's better for everyone involved if it isn't like that, ambiguous, but I don't know. I mean, I guess whatever... I think because the gift was quite big, and... It wasn't coming from somebody that just had like tons of money to give out. It wasn't coming from somebody that um, had was like a millionaire or a billionaire. It was coming from a like a friend that works every day. Yeah. Has a family, like and it felt different. Well, um, the best thing we can do is continue to work and repay that gift. So, what we agreed upon is, or what I, to make myself feel better, because um, I don't think they care, um, it was like one day when I have the means that I'll pass this money on to somebody else. All of it. But if I never have, if we never make any money, then this is like not a possibility. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe we're destined to just be poor. Maybe. But the thing, I, I, at first I wanted to take it as an investment, but then afterwards, I really wanted to take it as a gift because I felt like taking it as a gift was encouraging me to, like, do something that I've always wanted to do, which is, which is like, support founders financially. And there is somebody right now that I do want to give this amount of money to. Mm-hmm. And I've, I felt this way about this team for over six months, maybe over a year. I'm not going to say publicly, but I'll tell you later. And Publicly? No one's listening. I know, but like I don't, I don't want this to be out there. Because part <laughs> of the like magic of giving this kind of money is that it, like I think it's for me it's like a very romantic thing okay and so if I say something about it or if I say who it's for then I've always felt this way when I was in middle school and high school if you like somebody you can't talk about it because if you talk about it then it won't happen <laughs> and I feel this way about money too okay so I won't say who it is but I'll tell you later um, and I keep in touch with them and I just want them to succeed. I don't want any money back. I don't want, I just want them to keep going. But what they're doing is not easy to do. And they happen to be younger than me. Is that your maternalistic instincts coming out? I think they remind me of us. Mm-hmm. 
So when I see founders that like have the same spirit as us, I want to like encourage them and because because the world doesn't really accept that type of team um, well. So I've called the money um, whenever and ever money, and on the check it says whenever and ever, meaning that the money should be passed on whenever you feel like it at the discretion of the receiver or never. Or never. Yeah. Okay. Um, the past two weeks I've been busy. We've been, since we got back from Seattle, we've been working a lot. I feel like this past week in particular was really productive. I feel like we've made... Um, some good tangible improvements and it's just like I feel like I'm always struggling with Trunk the product so far to like feel really good about it to know that it's in a good place because everything so far has been like slap shod together put together um but I feel like I'm also addressing some of the known slap shod parts and I actually feel like we're on the path towards me feeling better about the product so um it's kind of dumb because a lot of the stuff is like some of the stuff I did this week was just like small things that just like help the process of making the product so it isn't necessarily stuff that I see because those are the things that like <laughs> impact me emotionally the most is like when I see bugs and I'm like why is this bug here it shouldn't be here and like the fact that this bug exists reflects badly on me as a person <laughs> because it implies that I don't have this attention to detail or I don't care about it enough and I allow this bug to continue to exist so that's that's why every week I'm always like I'm a five I'm a four because I see these things that like personally pain pain me until at the very least it's dumb because it's like if I just see like uh, something is clean it could be totally broken underneath but at least on the surface if I see it's clean that can implant the image in my brain that the rest of it could also be clean so even you, if I know so it's you're broken. like saying it's more important for your your brain and your mental health if the front end looks clean even if the back end is all garbage not it's not that the back end is garbage like I I would rather that the thing does one thing exceptionally well and looks great and feels great doing one thing rather than doing five things shitty terrible broken looks like shit and right now it's like we do one thing and it looks like shit it's too bad that this tool like has to do five things for it to be useful it can't just do one thing yeah no i mean uh eventually it will get to the point where in the totality it does it's one thing but like is it healthy really to well. feel so bad about like do this you is, need to honestly it's the creator's curse I think it's a But this is how difference. I feel about experiment. Like, I cannot go to the website for more than two minutes because I see the things that... I think experiment is really, really solid. I've never had the reaction that you have. Oh, I, I always feel really proud of all the technical stuff behind, like, that keeps experiment running. And I know that I can always trust the code that keeps it running. I do not feel that way about experiment. Maybe it's because you actually never looked into the code of experiment. It's not about the code, it's about the display of information. What do you mean? Meaning that... 
No, it's not about the design. Part of it is about how people write because we, we review stuff. and Oh, so it's about so the content. I think it's about the content. From other people. From mm-hmm. other people. And it's like, well, we reviewed it, but we didn't, like, it could have been better. It could have been clearer. Like, those are the things that... I see. So or, like, if they really didn't follow the guidelines, then I have to leave the website. And leave it alone and not tell anyone about it because, yeah. But I think it's not the design. That's it's different. not the. It's not so, the. No, code. no, I know. So that's different. You're you're frustrated about how people use the product. The culture of the thing or the. No, it's li- it's just how people use the product, and that, for you, your experience of how you controlled how people use the product, you were much more hands on with that. And so when you see a failure of that. That's different than I say trusting the product. Right now, I just don't even have trust in the product. Like, it, it lost my data this past week, and I just, I was like, fuck off. I just, like, shut it down, and I gave up. Mm. And when, like, it breaks that social contract with me, um, that's the kind of thing that's, like, you have to care enough to get those details right. And if you don't get those details right, then that's disrespectful. That is, um, like, the ultimate insult. If you have a gray circle next to the avatar, and that is displayed 20 times on a page, that is the ultimate insult for me. Well, then we have different styles. Yes, we do, I think. Because I, I think I... I want to do things step by step. I don't want to, like, wait until it's perfect to release it. I want to put placeholders and put the thing out there so I can it's like place why would you want to put placeholders for other people to see because I want to use it and feel what it feels like I, that's to, for you but if for other people who have there are no other people no but you're saying you want other people to see it no I don't I just want I just want myself to see it yeah and I want to use it because once I use it I understand it better but that's very different than like releasing it out into the public, into the wild. But I'm not releasing it out into the public, into the wild. Okay. So would you release Trunk as it currently is? I think it's... I think that it's important to have early people use the thing, even if it's not perfect, because it's valuable to have that participation early on. Mm-hmm. And... I wouldn't release it to the public, like to everyone and anyone that wanted to sign up, but I would definitely, and I have already released it to five to ten people. Mm-hmm. So yes, I would do it on a small scale, but I agree with you that it's not no. something that you should put on like Product Hunt or whatever website where everyone and anyone can come and see it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, where I disagree is I think... If you have something that you can play with, you should push it so that you can play with it. I agree. I think that's um, a good strategy. I would say once you have that, it's super important for you to learn something from that. Otherwise, it feels like... Um, but I do. I learn. So you asked me, you questioned whether or not I work 70 hours a week. Sure. Today. I work 70 hours a week, but most of my work is using the tool. Does that count as work? It is work. Okay. Because I learn the most from interacting with the product. 
Okay. And when I interact with the product, then when, so like when you ask me things like, should this be this way or this way? Or like how many, how many different types of links are there? I know intuitively because I've, I've done it a thousand times. So I don't need to do any research or talk to anyone because I've already like, I, I know like from something inside me that like, this is the way that I would like to operate. And that only comes from being able to play with the tool that's half-baked, that like has issues, that loses my data all the time. Yes, um, I agree. I think that only the creator has the stomach to do that, to take that risk or to do that work. Because um, it's very hard to find. It's very hard to expect someone else to do that work for you. And I, I think if other people did do that work, the exploratory work of like that kind of stuff, they they might come up with a different conclusion if they're not using the I, I mean, it, they just could come up with a different conclusion if they're a different person than you. Yeah. So. Um. And so, like, pushing stuff like the avatar stuff is a very important part of my process. <laughs> okay. That I am unwilling to change. I just wish it, if we pushed it, we would... Um, Maybe make it slightly more higher for that. I mean, like, one thing that would be really helpful is when I push stuff. Because like, you see everything that I push. If you see something you don't like, to bring it up immediately, and then I will prioritize it. Like the things that you have brought up, I try to prioritize it the next morning. Is Denny's issues are high priority. Yeah, but we currently are in a situation where there's, like, seven Denny issues that are high priority. Yeah, because we had people over, and I didn't have the... T so, like, one of the key things to making this work which we, I think, we understood last week, is like, I have to get rid of everything else in my life to be able to meet your needs or meet the user's needs. If there's anything else in my life, I'm not going to be able to, like, do that turnaround that fast. Hmm. Which is why I'm trying to be really strict about my time. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that's fine. It's just... Um... But... If, like, I got sick for two days, everything would fall apart. Because I wouldn't be able to meet the needs of you or, like, the ten other people that are have access to the tool. And I, I want to operate this way. I don't want to operate on the perfectionist, like, don't release it until I feel 100% about it. I feel like maybe that makes it hard to work with me, but like I, I, I do not want to work any other way. The uh, the other parts of work you can like move around or whatever, but this part like is hard for me. No, I mean I agree. I think this is a good approach. It's just um, I think it's hard for us, you and me particularly, because we already have a mental image of what the table stakes features are yeah and so until it kind of meets that like threshold it's going to be like we're not we're not quite there yet in terms yeah. of and some of it is like fundamental stuff like the local first stuff or the collaborative syncing stuff mm -hmm. so until all of that's there it's almost like for me i can't even imagine all of the fringes beyond that until that like core stuff is yeah. there and i think that's 
oftentimes like some of our friends will ask like why don't you just launch it why don't you just launch it and i i i don't know how to describe this to someone but it's this like there are existing products out there like google docs and notion and they have set the bar so high that if we don't meet that bar in certain features we don't even stand a chance so until we get to that bar we cannot release and I don't know how to describe that to to other people that do not work on editors or do not work on like products where there's a lot of competition in this space, um, where the tool is very personal for someone um, to un help them understand that you cannot release some MVP that's just like uh, yes. loses your data. That is not an acceptable thing. Yeah. We will just, our brand will just immediately plummet and then we'll never earn the trust again. If it was like a public release. Yeah. Yeah. But it's okay if it's just our friends. Yeah. And every time I tell a friend, like, I'm giving you access, I want you to know your data could be lost. Do not put anything important in here. Please just use it as a prototype. Like, I try to stress that at the very beginning because that is so, that is so important. Yeah. But we need to move past that phase. Yeah. The sooner we can move past this phase, the better. But people coming in and using it as a like alpha will help. Uh, will help encourage us I to agree. move past. I agree. It's not that I disagree or like don't like this process. It's just that I wish we were further ahead or could move faster. So. I think if we had more resources, if there was another engineer on the team, it would help a lot. Yeah. But we currently are resource constrained, so we have to accept our current state and move as fast as we can. And make do. Yeah. And do better with our focus, and do better with our our time. Mm -hmm. um, it feels really like you can just hear the PG voice. <laughs> <laughs> Work on the most important problem. Talk to your users about the product. Are you building the right thing? Make sure you're building the right thing. If you don't know how to make build more money it, than you spend. If you don't know how to build or how to make the thing, then you're not. You're not the right team. Just get to profitability. No, he wouldn't say just get to profitability. He would say something more specific. I remember, like, especially for the technical things, he was like, well, if you don't have the technical talent on your team, then, like, you're not the right team. Hmm. He was very matter-of-fact about it. I think that's true. You don't have the technical talent, and you don't have experience. Yeah. You don't have the like willingness to gain the technical talent. Then you might as well give up. No, I think it was more like if you aren't like, there's only a certain number of brains in the planet that can address a certain deep technical problem. If you're not one of the brains that, like, for example, has a postdoc in this field or five years experience on the bleeding edge, then you're not the right team. I don't think that's what he means. That was that was always my takeaway. Oh, I don't. I mean, for very technical products. Yeah. But we are, we are for, a, a quite like technical. A product, simple but... SaaS thing, like, no, I would say he for that it's like you just have to understand the user in a way that no one else knows. And that is um, that's harder to defend. I think. For that it's not like you can just show your resume of like i worked on hadoop at facebook yeah you have to be like i'm willing to fly to new york city to be with my users i'm willing to do whatever it takes i feel like that's why i don't 
want to raise money is because it's like a not obvious reason why we would succeed. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, it's not I can. It's not like I can say we have like a PhD in understanding science tooling or something. It's not something you can see. Like, I can hold and show somebody, but it's something I know to be true. Like we we know something that no one else knows, but I don't can't tell you what that is. But I know it's true and I'm willing to like sit at my desk every single day and eat ramen or whatever because I feel like there's something that needs to be expressed here. And it's not something I'm expressing, it's something like that our entire lived experience of meeting with tens of thousands of scientists have led us to be able to express. Yeah. But I don't like to talk about it because it sounds like there's no substance to it. Or it's hard to back up. Yeah. And I don't want to back it up because it's like, I don't know, it's a feeling. Hmm. Okay. Um, I guess, I don't know. We should go eat ramen. No, we're eating stuffing. But we gotta make the noodles. Okay. Stuffing will be ready in... 24 minutes. Yeah. Alright, that's it for today. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. Stop, stop.